What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not a damn podcast. Presented by Our Damn Show. 268, kid. 268. Yeah. Yes. 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 Only women and gay dudes can say that right here. Yeah. (laughs) Regular dudes can't say that. (laughs) Everybody can say yes. Because everybody got a little bit of of that. And then every now and then, you got to, it's not just a yes that's acceptable. You guys sometimes go that, you know extra mile when you got good stuff going on in your life. You gotta do that. Well I won't say it now. It's not June anymore, so I can't yeah. June you can say it but now stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Interesting weekend. Mm-hmm. Very busy Saturday. And matter of fact, um what you're doing on Sunday, I did a little bit on Saturday. I went out early, had a little brunch, brunchy brunch, me and the lady went out, enjoyed some brunch. And then at night, it was turned, went to a house party. And the DJ was definitely, um, had it jumping and shit, yeah. I can't even think of the DJ's name. I was going to shout him out, but yeah, I forgot the DJ's Like, what's the DJ's name? I don't remember. But, um, <laughs> but shout out to him, the DJ whose name. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, if you're, if you're listening, DJ, then... Tag on air, tag yourself in this if you listen. <laughs> I don't remember, but yeah, he was cool though. Yeah, he knew who the hell I was. I remember that. I said, I always introduce myself to the DJ whenever I cuz we might we might know each other. A lot of DJs right. say, Oh, yeah, I said, I was so mild. He said, Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, Okay, <laughs> must have listened to Bill last year, so <laughs> number one in the streets listening to <laughs> We definitely we, we had a good time at both events. The brunch was more on the conservative side. That party was definitely lit. <laughs> we got a little yeah righteousness and ratchetness. There we go. We like gotta, that's what I say about us. It's a balanced people, day right there. That's what I call it. <laughs> they'll just say it. What people don't realize about Chicago and us true Chicagoans, I say we're savage. We're classy, bougie, and ratchet. We're all of that together. Mm. And if you pick, you don't know which day you're going to get. So you may get the classy side one day. You may get the ratchet. You may get the bougie. You may get, mm. or you may get all three in one day. So what I call a balanced day yesterday, it was conservative one part and definitely um, lit at night. <laughs> the part. Nice, nice. <laughs> My Saturday was family day. Okay. Uh, we went to the Museum of Science and Industry. Okay, and, I haven't been there in years, but I used to love going there as a kid. That was yeah. always my favorite out of all the Chicago museums. That's the one every you know you, you take field trips as kids. And right. Like, that's the one I always look more forward to going to most. Because it was very interactive because you could touch things and it was just really and I, I, read, know, just an about, was I read an article about the museum about when um that's the way the um guy that whoever created it that was his goal. He wanted something like kid friendly that you could touch it. You can like touch, that. yeah, because when you go to both the opposite, like ah, don't touch, ah, <laughs> ah. Yeah. and then you gotta be quiet, <laughs> no talking. <laughs> the creator is like, mm, I want something the kids are gonna actually enjoy, and it worked clearly because, like I said, I loved going to that place. <laughs> so, what his 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 um his mission statement? Well, he, his mission was accomplished. Definitely mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. So how the kids? Uh, they had a ball. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had such a good time, and I think that maybe I had a little more fun in the because uh, they had. Oh yeah. <laughs> they had a thing called the uh, what I really want to see in Ariana too because Ariana is in, is in a Lego phase too, wow. and she loves art, so and she's they in got a Lego, Lego They got that Lego exhibit, right? Yes, the art of the brick. Okay. And basically, it's it was um. Like famous <laughs> art. Huh? I say you to work on that name, the art of a brick. You could say that could be like that could be no. a. Stop. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. Nah. laughs> so like was Young Jeezy there? So nah. like, <laughs> <laughs> no, not those bricks, not those bricks. But it was uh, the art of the brick, <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> not the snowman. No, so uh, it was um, it was basically um, famous art pieces done completely of Legos. And like when I walked in, and the first thing I saw, I saw this one. I saw the scream. I was like, "Oh, it's a scream! Cool!" And then when I looked over on the other wall, I saw one of my favorite pieces of all time. I got super excited. I was like, "It's Starry Night!" Because I love Starry Night by uh, Van Gogh. I love that piece. And Ariana was like, "That's on my math book. I know that one." So mm-hmm. we would like point out stuff that like we recognized. Mona Lisa was there. Um, American Gothic. American uh, Gothic is here in Chicago. A lot of people don't know, right? Yes, yeah, at the Art Institute, right? In Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People like, yeah, but who don't know that you probably see that, that painting a million <laughs> times right here in your own town. Yeah. <laughs> Go look at it in person. <laughs> Sorry, it's right there. And then so they, uh, they lend it out from time to time, but that's his regular home. That's his home, yeah. His home mm-hmm. is like it's here in Chicago. Not like the Mona Lisa was way the fuck over there. Yeah, in the Louvre, yeah. The Louvre, yeah. It's like the um American Gothic. That's I guess that you call that the you call that the American Mona Lisa, I guess what you call it. That's probably the most famous American painting, is the that one. American they painting. had um David well, the one with his farmer and his wife, in case y'all are wondering, with the pitch. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. American Gothic, in case y'all are wondering mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. They had uh, David, they had um, Venus de Milo, they the had Milo. Nefertiti, the Sphinx. Okay. So it was like some really cool ones. And like the coolest one they had, they had um, like a life size dinosaur skeleton. Okay. So it was like a full late skeleton and when each um each one had like the detail of like how many legos made up each of the uh pieces and it was uh seventy five thousand legos that made up that dinosaur i was like wow that's a lot of legos that's a lot of time to do that and they had the michelle obama portrait too the you know the one with her sitting that one they had the michelle obama there so it was very very cool they have the lego picasso there they didn't have the Picasso. I didn't see yeah, that. One. Yeah, because that's y'all know the Picasso. That's right there. Yeah, the Picasso, the bird oh, woman, yeah. whatever. Find the Picasso. Nobody knows what it was to this day. Nobody knows. Bird what. woman, whatever it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's by Daily Plaza. We know where it's at. It's oh, by right, Daly. Yeah, across the hall street from City Hall. Y'all know where. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so it was really a fun experience, and then the course of fun thing that like everybody of course you know the biggest attraction that everybody goes to the museum for we had to go see the chicks you know you gotta watch the chickens yeah we had to watch the little baby chicks it used to be called food for life i don't they it's probably in another part of the museum now but that's what it was called when we were kids like yeah it's uh called genetics it's in that section now genetics and uh ariana and khalil i want to see the chicks i want to see the baby chicks okay and we were looking at them, and yeah. like, oh, that one's walking right when they're about to hatch because sometimes it's like the timing is off. You get right, 
walking mm-hmm. up and then you got to wait like 20 minutes because the chickens they gonna hatch when they hatch it's like they, mm-hmm. not, they ain't gonna rush just because people are watching and shit they gonna hatch when they hatch and when they come out the egg it's like and that's why i was trying to explain to the kids because Ari, i was like why isn't it moving khalil's like why are they and i'm like well Try to break out of a shell is a lot of work. I'm like, that's a lot of work. They have why, to break why they have on the out. other side the ones that have been out for a couple of days, and that's what you look at. And those are all vibrant and like, yeah, they because they they, they ain't been out in a couple of days. But the ones that just come out is like I just slow motion. <laughs> I said because I said when you were, I said you had to learn how to walk because like there was some that had just hatched and they would try, they were like. And they were like falling down. I explained to them. I said, well, you guys, when you first learned how to walk, I said, you guys look like Frankenstein. You guys were, you and your brother were like, <laughs> like walking. They have like the that. two incubators. They got the side with the eggs and then the ones with the little chicks. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Chick side is like more action because they, they walking around and all of that. But oh yeah, the they were. Side, the egg side is always active. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's, it's always a fun time at the museum. Like I love, I love going, just seeing like the, the educational aspect and just mm. experiencing something that's outside of like your four walls of your house. And they have a cool um, exhibit of um, black architects like over the um, years. So they had like some cool uh, facts about that. So very, very nice day. And then we like took the kids out. We went and had like um, lunch slash early dinner, whatever afterwards. And then we took them shopping to get some toys. So, so yeah, a lot of day too. So. Old day too, yeah. So <laughs> I got home, I was like, you uh, have, any, you have any ratchetness in your day, but that's day. <laughs> and then we watched the bad guys. Well, the kids watched the bad guys. I fell asleep during part of the movie. I was tired. Oh, uh, that's right. We got it. <laughs> yeah. Watched all um, that's streaming now on Peacock, so we watch the bad guys. Well, we watch streaming on Netflix. Is um Dave Chappelle's surprise, um, his stand up that he released is like you know, Chappelle, he got that Netflix deal, so yeah, he just yeah. put out a special, like unannounced, like Chappelle does. Like, put, hey, surprise, <laughs> perfect name. Yeah, hey, Chappelle got a new one. Is like this one was more of a um. A lot of people were critical of it because um, it was more of a speech than like comedy. You know, Chappelle's at that point in his career now. He just get up there and tell a story. He's like he don't even tell yeah. jokes. Like, yeah, he just tell a story. And that's he's what a grown ass man. He's like fifty years old. He's a grown man who's been in the game. What this is what thirty years he's been in the game. Who some say is the goat. Yeah, he's been in the game thirty years. Um, a lot of people put him on their Mount Rushmore. I know some people. I know comedians that say he's the goat. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the goat is debatable because it depends on what era you're coming from. That's yeah, and every and anything like that is just subjective. Like, because what do you measure it on? Do you measure it on ticket sales? Do you measure it on movie? On ticket sales, you got to put Kevin Hart in that conversation, right? Do you, you measure it on football on... stadiums with comedy? He's the first comedian to sell out football stadiums. Yeah, you do a yeah. show at Soldier Field as a comedian, you don't see that. It's like, yeah, yeah, because Soldier Field is talking, so, talking sit, ticket sales, and you got to put him in that combo. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, but a lot of people mad as hell. For it's me fa- yeah, it's different factors. Like I said, ticket sales, movie sales. Um, are you on television? Like, did you get? Did you have a successful TV career? Um, what's another one? Just popularity. You, you got to go to Cosby, bro. It's mm-hmm. Cosby. He um stayed on TV. It's like yeah, yeah. he was on TV from like the seventies until like the I early to the Bill Cosby show, to Fat Albert, to the Cosby show, to Cosby. It's to like Cosby, the Cosby mysteries. Yeah, Cosby mystery. Like, <laughs> stayed on TV, yeah. Like I said, from like the 70s to like the early 2000s. So that's like a 30-year 
Span that he was like era. I know most is Fat Albert in the Cosby Show. That's Cosby Show is mine because most of my era, like both. Yeah, are. Fat Albert when I was little. Cosby Show when I got a little bit older. That's like mine was uh like I said, mine was a Cosby Show because both. Challenge like that was my era. That was a teenager probably by the time that came along. <laughs> When I was little, like Ari and Khalil's age, Fat Albert, that was my show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So I don't know Cosby my whole my childhood. Yeah. So you'd have to put him in the GOAT conversation. To me, um, my GOAT, I, I'm an Eddie Murphy guy because that's the guy I grew up with. Delirious and Raw, like those are like still like. Marcus, uh, you guys uh, parallel with that because Marcus uh, is a huge Eddie Murphy, like all Eddie Murphy's like movies, all his stand ups, like he watched. Like, yeah, I still say SNL ain't. Is, I should not have been watching that as a kid. The best but... era of SNL is still the Eddie Murphy era. And he left the show like 85. Like, he been left it's like 40 years ago, but it's still like when I think Saturday Night Live, I still think Eddie Murphy to this. Buckwheat. <laughs> Buckwheat and um, James, Brown. um, James Brown's hot tub. In the and, hot tub. Yeah, it's like that's what I think of when I think of SNL. It's like, yeah, all of the Eddie Murphy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, to this day I still. Yeah. And then another thing you have to look at longevity. Like, I mean, because who can last? Like, who who can last? Like, Chappelle has got some longevity going you on. You gotta look at that. Like I said, so it's a lot of factors you gotta look at. Um, Chris Rock, um, like his um, especially during his HBO era. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock's Netflix stuff has been cool, but like his when I think Chris Rock, I think of those HBO specials. HBO ones, yeah. Bring the pain and all of that shit. It's like I like Never Scared. Bring the pain is my favorite. Matter of fact, I won't. I'm still putting Eddie ahead of but Bring the pain is like top three or four to me as far as like stand up. I'll probably put the two Eddies ahead of it, and then Bring the Pain is right there with that. So it's like top three or four greatest stand ups when I think stand ups. And then who has like, and then another thing to look at is like delivery slash timing because comedy is, it's about, you have to ping, like the punchline has to ping, it has to hit at the right time because if you notice why we, if you watch like certain movies or TV shows or something and if the editor didn't do what they were supposed to have done and the scene wasn't cut correctly and then the, the punchline gets missed. So it's like, mm-hmm. That, all about you gotta, that's why comedians got to know um when to um you got to let the joke breathe like give the people time to laugh but don't give them too much time yeah mm-hmm. if you watch good com- comedians they know about pacing they know when to pause to let the crowd laugh and they know when to get back in before the laughs die out like they good this comedians. right here the facial expressions because like we know like, some people like you know, you just give a look like one of my favorite ones who gave the best looks uh Kim Waynes as Benita Betrayal when she was saying, Miss no, no, my man, not talk about no Miss Jenkins. Miss Jenkins. And then the way she would just look right there, and you knew she was about to say something shady, the way she would just look and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then you would just already be ready for the punchline that she was going to say because that look drew you in. So you got to have that, the facial. So it's a lot that goes with it. Like a lot of people often go with another one, another great one. Richard Pryor, like that's Richard a lot Pryor. of people. A lot of comedians Pryor. my age, like that's their goat. Richard Pryor. John Rogers, Damon Wayne, a lot of those cats that um are in my age group. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's the guy they grew up like imitating was Richard Pryor. Like so like most of them, like when they'd be like, who was their inspiration? Pryor was a lot of a lot Pryor of was, uh, inspiration. It was Pryor. Pryor was that dude. He he could do it all. I see. Like, you know, he could have like a joke about like political joke that makes you think and then 
make a joke about like growing up in a brothel and then or make it all about all month about <laughs> doing cocaine and lighting himself and light himself on fire when he like did cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a scene that's like five minutes in a movie would be the funniest scene in the movie. Like car wash, <laughs> like uptown Saturday night. Like he was barely in any of these movies, but you th- you remember those it's scenes? Place with money, like, yeah. right here in my pocket. <laughs> show up, like get his scene and then bounce and shit, like and then like. But then you watch the movie, you remember every line that he fucking said. It's like, <laughs> and another one that is um that's not so uh slept on that a lot of people put near the top of a, or if you're not a goat, but Mount Rushmore. It's like a George Carlin. That's another one. A George Carlin. Yeah, I remember said Carlin was a guy because Carlin is a, a big influence. Yeah, story storyteller. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, Carlin, he's big on on my industry. Yeah, because like the seven word dirty words you seven can't dirty words you can't say on television, like which applies to radio too. Basically, we had that list. <laughs> like they had that. Like Bob, shout out Jay Allen. He gave say, yeah, all right, big dog. Yeah, read this. It's like seven words you can't say. <laughs> can't say none of these. It's like right here. <laughs> we can say them on the fucking podcast. And that's one of the words, fuck, by the way. <laughs> you can say them here. Play like, yes, and my yeah. thing about Joyce Carla, a tall black blonde. <laughs> I car wash. I forgot he was in it too. Yeah. A tall black blonde. Cab driver in car wash. Yeah. He used to drive a gypsy cab. <laughs> yeah. He was going to find his fare. He spent the whole day looking for that fare. <laughs> Which the hooker, um, a lot of little known fact people don't know. That's the uh, director's wife from car wash. Yeah. And he Michael said she was Stoltz. Raheem's mama in uh, Juice, right? He also played, yeah, Raheem's mom. Watch Juice at the funeral like she's there, yeah. When Bishop <laughs> hugs her, yeah, that's the hooker from Carl. Raheem's mama from 20 Juice. years later, but it's her. Like, basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same actress, yeah. That's, um, yeah, Gloria Schultz. Like, she's an actress. Schultz, yeah. Now. yeah, that's, um, she's the wife of Michael Schultz, yeah, the director right um, yep. from Car Wash. That was his wife, yeah. So he put her in the movie as a very memorable character, by the way, yeah. Who, who hippo smashed in the bathroom? I know we should not have been watching car wash when we were children. It wasn't. Well, here's the funny shit. Like, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> guess what? Car, wash, car wash was rated PG. It's only the 70s and the early 80s was wild. They fun. didn't care about us. Oh, what say is that they don't really care about wasn't us. A PG. That shit is rated PG. Look it up. It <laughs> was. How the fuck is this a PG movie? It was smoking <laughs> weed and shit. Smoking weed in the bathroom. Hookers. It's like, yeah, come on. Having yeah. sex with hookers. They had the whole the, the whole transphobic thing that happened yeah. with Lindsay and the, yeah, like, the, the, yeah, the angry that. black man, Abdullah. angry black man. Like how, 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 how we heard about that character a lot growing Abdullah. up. Yeah. <laughs> Abdullah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insert joke there. <laughs> I heard that a lot. <laughs> you want some ribs, Abdullah? <laughs> Calling me Dwayne. That's not even my name. That was the character's name. His name was Dwayne. <laughs> there was a lot going on in that movie that should not have been. The uh, the boss having the affair with the uh, with the bimbo. his secretary. The bimbo, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was a lot going on. You know I'm saying basically, yeah, yeah. She, she was like the secretary, yeah. Shady pastor, well, 
Daddy Rich. <laughs> the Shady Preacher. <laughs> may or may not have been a pimp. It's like <laughs> Abdullah alluded to him being a pimp. He had the pointer sisters with him. So <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> I love that song. That was like one. Or a cape. He had a cane. He had a goblet. And he had he the had pointer a, sisters with him. A, what was that? A rose rose he had? Um, Was it a Cadillac or a rose? I think it... I gotta look back what his limo. Yeah, he, he had a, he had a uh, designer. He had like a luxury vehicle. It was luxury. Oh, he had a stretch. Yeah, I forget what. Yeah, it was luxury. Was, but he had a stretch limo. With um, Lindsay said, Lindy said it's like being in Bert Church with Bert Reynolds, honey, <laughs> like hanging out in the limo. <laughs> well, bless this car, honey. Thank you, Miss. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. <laughs> but um, it was a debate. Somebody posted a meme about the goat from like each decade. Like 90s is the one that's debatable to me because like I said, 60s is um Red Fox, which I agree. Yeah. 70s is prior. Everybody prior. agrees. There. Yeah. 80s is Eddie. Eddie Everybody there. We come back to the 90s. The 2000 was Chappelle. I agree. And then 20 teens was Kevin Hart, which yeah. I also agree. Like who did it bigger than Kevin Hart in the past? Kevin Hart was everywhere. Yeah. From Think Like a Man to the old stand-up uh, football stand The stand-ups <laughs> to the bu the buddy comedies um, with he the did ride along Rock. with Ice Cube. He did the stuff with um Brock was um what's the one where they were in school? I forgot. Um uh night no nah, uh, the one with night. the Brock where he was like um they were like classmates and then they were growing up years later. Oh, uh Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence, I remember that was good. Central Intelligence was funny. That was good. I like that. That was a good one. Yeah. So yeah, but the '90s is like um, well, I, I what do you think was the '90s? Let's see, because <laughs> there's two names that jump out to me. Um, if you I go back, by, I went, I went back and forth with Marcus Chapman about this too. That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> now, to me, if you go by what they did and their popularity and all their body of work that they did, I say Martin Lawrence. I think Martin too is for the '90s. What's the oh, name? You wearing too? See. <laughs> Marcus Chapman says Chris Rock. I'm like, yeah, Chris Rock, he had to bring the pain, the bigger and blacker. Like, he had the show on HBO. Like, a lot of people don't remember that, though. Yeah. But Chris Rock was like, he did. Like, I saw, um, I said, I think Mark just had a bigger. He did because. I think Chris Martin, Rock had better stand up because, like, um, because I mean, because Mark had you so crazy. I think Chris Rock stands were like way better than that. Yeah, they were, but. But um, the whole well, body of work, Def Comedy Jam, the Martin Show, um, Martin Show, like House Party One and Two, House Party One and Two, Bad Boys, yeah. like Martin was Bad Boys, <laughs> yeah. Blue Streak, um, like he was in all type Big of movies. Mama, yeah, Big Mama. Did, um, what's the other movie he did? Um, is another one. Um, but yeah, Martin was pretty much everywhere. That's yeah, he was I, everywhere. I, I guess, but, mm -hmm. yeah. Martin was like <laughs> even that. Oh, uh, nothing to lose. Nothing with, to lose. Um, that might have been the one I was thinking with of. um. What's his name? Tan Robbins. Yeah, nothing to lose. He did that. Talking yeah, he was everywhere. Dark, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> the what? Talking dirty after dark. I said, but the less that was in the nineties, which is also on Peacock right now. If you want to watch, not Peacock, uh, on um Amazon Prime. Yes, yeah, so I was watching it the other That's day. That's a hard pass. <laughs> you hard you pass. Watch it with your kids anyway. So anyway. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> I just think. So I said, let's agree. Let's just um. Say the nineties was Martin slash Chris Rock. I said, let's agree. One A and one B, right? I said, I, I I can live with that. Yeah, I said Martin. I say that, yeah, I would say Martin. If you look at the whole body of what from nineteen ninety, like Martin was kind of everywhere. Chris Rock was like, um, 
we talking about this straight stand up. I give you that, Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris Rock for stand up, absolutely. Everything I think it was Martin though. Everything Martin, because like he Rock, did like it's like yeah, everything. Chris Rock had the better stand up, but then like his movies were like CB4, and then he had the Chris Rock show. It was like yeah, see like his other projects were like all right. Is what I'm saying basically. I was outside of the stand up. It's like yeah, but the stand up killing it. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Especially bring the pain. I put that in maybe. Yeah, bring like, the pain was great. Bring the pain was great. Like greatest stand-ups I've ever seen in my life. Like yeah. Yeah. I put Barry and Barry smoke crack got his job back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black folks versus niggas. Come on. It's like yeah. There's so much in that. He was like, <laughs> when I'm at the ATM, <laughs> I'm not looking for clan. I'm looking out for niggas. It's like <laughs> was, that grand, was that grand opening grand closing? Grand opening, grand close. I think. Uh, grand opening, grand close. Dub, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I would say for stand up, yeah, Chris Rock. But then if you go like the overall body, um, it seems like Martin did more yeah. in the '90s. Like, yeah, do more. Now, where does uh, just put the Martin show by itself like yeah. that alone? Like, it's like yeah, not even counting all the other shit. Just that fucking show itself is like. It's still Martin, it left soft, such a footprint to this day. Like the yeah, Martin, Martin uh, after him and Jaina got married, the show dropped. Jumped the shark. We know that after him and Jaina got married, yeah. it kind of mm-hmm. you know declined. And then when Jaina left, it was like, eh. yeah, that's why it got canceled. <laughs> right after. It like, yeah. It's like she came back just to do the finale because they were about to cancel the show. So they said she just came back to finish it out. Because I gotta after- find that Martin because I don't want to pay for diabetes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hey, we give you a tip. <laughs> the trial day for a week and then cancel. Yeah, seven day trials. <laughs> I do the trial day for a week. That's all. The, uh, I just put the alert in my phone to remind me when to cancel it so it's a charge me. <laughs> I watched the Martin reunion on on um on BET Plus. Yeah, I checked it out. Yeah. Cause I don't want to pay for anymore. I have enough streaming services. I'm not trying. Yeah, to I'm not buying shit. Else. Yeah. I barely watch the ones I got. That's all. Exactly. I'm not, well, I'm not getting no more. Exactly. Like, some it's of my cancel. Like, do I even watch this shit? It's like, yeah. right, it's a lot. Like you got a lot. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you'll like you'll be on something for a while, and then like you leave it alone, and then you come back to it because I haven't been watching my boomerang. But then like the last few days, we've been watching like Tom and Jerry and. You know, that's the beauty <laughs> of it. Like they don't have, you know? there's no, no commitment. It's not like back, like with um, we had to sign a two year contract back in the day, like with Comcast. Like now, it's like cancel anytime. So just get that mm-hmm. shit. Watch what you want and cancel it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. come back later when the new season, when um, the, the power number seven starts or whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and come back to stars. Then it's like you don't have to keep stars the year round if you don't want. <laughs> just come back when the new power. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I watched the Tommy one. I watched part of that one. It was just it was Chicago. The, you know, it's Chicago. Chicago. I'm gonna have to watch it. New season of the Flash started, so yeah, Mama. So I'll, everybody want to get Showtime's trial again. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> hey, the side just the new season of the side just started back up. So, <laughs> so um, as which is getting pretty good, but yeah, so far behind. I got it. Yeah, <laughs> I won't give spoilers on the Marvel if if you're gonna watch it yet. But it was- I am gonna eventually watch it because my thing is once I get too far behind, I'd rather the series just end and then I'll watch the whole series after it ends because it's like okay now I'm like super far behind. So mm-hmm. rather than trying to like binge it to catch up to it's like. Yeah, now when so and so died, that was bogus. It's like okay, I haven't watched the episode yet, but thanks. <laughs> like okay, thank you. Shout out, shout out Jason Weaver. Yeah. 
He's like his character is fucking hilarious on the show. Authentically Chicago. I'm glad that they they added some authentic yeah, Chicago. That's one of the complaints. So we were like Jason Weaver. They added last season. Um, D. Ray Davis and Iman Shumper joined the cast this season. Okay. They getting some um some Chicago flavor in there. If they don't have if they don't have Harold's uh, chicken or uh or which we call it or uh Garrett's popcorn or uh Italian. It's beef a place. That, it's a place though. It seems like it's supposed to be like uh <laughs> like a knockoff of Harold's. Like it's a place like this. Uh, where they, people getting their chicken from. Maybe they just okay. couldn't use the name Harold's on the they show. They probably couldn't use the rights, but you right. gotta have... It seems like, like they're alluding to like a Harold's type. That's Harold's, what okay. To me, the, the, um, the main restaurant. One thing about Chicago, we we eat. We, we foodies in Chicago, we eat. We got good food. We eat here, so you gotta have, you gotta do that part right. You gotta do that right. But getting back, we be going on tangents. And like, <laughs> it's okay, it's our oh, damn yeah. podcast. Exactly, yeah. Was the Chappelle um special? Um, well, he was basically telling the story about how he got into comedy because he um, because mm-hmm. um, what he was doing, he was giving a speech at the um, the Duke Ellington, uh, the the school he went to, you know, yeah, they, his alma mater. Yeah, they wanted to name that theater after him. Yeah, so oh. he went there to give a speech, like yeah, and they basically recorded a speech and used that for the special. So like he was just talking about um his journey, how he ended up there. He was at the neighborhood school at first. He was basically, it was like, you know, like like some of our neighborhood schools in Chicago. He was some hood shit. He's like, yeah. So, and then, but um, he like started, he started hanging around comedians. He started getting into comedy. And then, so he asked the comedian, like, how do I um, break into comedy? He started going to open my school. was like, he said, yeah, I'll bring it back. Yeah. Cause he said, cause back in the, this back in the day, when there wasn't no Google, he said, so all you kids, uh, yeah, we didn't have the internet. So I had this, this, this thing we call, this thing we call, call, had called telephone books. It was like this thing, and it had phone numbers in it. It was like, yeah. And the writing was this yeah. tiny. The writing was really, really small. So he looked up his local comedy club in there. He called them, and they told him, yeah, come down to the open mic. That's, but then he was like, hang out, like, and watch the other comics. And then he finally asked one. And one of them told him, like, yeah, well, you should like work study work on acting too, yeah, because that'll help your comedy. Mm-hmm. And that's how he ended up at the school, which is a performing arts school. Like, performing arts school, yeah. yeah. Which is very good, which I would recommend for anybody if you're a create, if you're especially a creative, because everybody doesn't have the same strengths. So mm-hmm. as parents and just people at that period, like it's nice if like somebody is like super intelligent and academically inclined, but everybody doesn't have that type of talent. So if like, if you have one child that's a straight A student effortlessly, and you have another child that is artistic, but not a straight A student, but not saying that they're an F student, but like, they're like a B, C-ish student, then don't just like this, you know about this person. Just don't disregard. Don't expect me to be feast. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) Just don't disregard them, you know. Don't expect me to be feast. Just don't disregard them, you know, because everybody isn't the same. Like all the kids aren't going to have the same. Mm-hmm. Like they're just not. Everybody's not the same. Like one child may be reading at three, and the other child may not read until like very like going to kindergarten. Basically, it doesn't long, mean that they're less. Long, long, yeah, okay. long story short, about the the Dave Chappelle um theater, like uh. Cause which like he ended up not putting his name on it because his name is controversial now. He said, "I don't want to take because this school helped me a lot. I don't want like I don't want to be a reason to like deter people from like coming." So he's like, "But he did name it. He's like um something like the the they they it put his it named him with him without putting his name. It's like the um the freedom of expression like theater or something like that. 
He said, and eventually when things that I just put my name in front of that, yeah, the Dave Chappelle freedom of expression, this like that. He's like, so he's like, that's all I want. I put my stamp on it without my name right now because people are with, with Chappelle. How could, how could you send your kids there and all that? He's like, what the? <laughs> He, he hates gays and trans, uh, you know. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I just uh, freedom of expression because he's like, I wanted yeah, people to come and get the same thing I got out of this school. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's what you said, but eventually, like, yeah, like, whether when he's after he's gone or just when stuff dies down, he's like, yeah, just put my name in the front of that. Yeah. So that's very admirable. That shows extreme yeah. maturity from him like I said because Dave is like a 50 like he's like almost 50 he's a 50 year old man so it's like mm-hmm. unfortunately like I said well age is age is supposed to make you more mature but unfortunately some of us mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us just don't it's supposed to bring wisdom and maturity when you age I'm but sure, I'm sure he don't. saw the backlash when he saw like um the Duke Ellington yeah it's got the um the name, yeah, game of the theater after Dave Chappelle probably was like a lot of backlash. Probably hit yeah, the comment section, their, like people like ran their little petitions yeah. online, like comment section on it too. Like, you know, like when they posted yeah. like the social media posts, just head to the comment section to see what motherfuckers are comment talking. sections do be brutal. Like, that, that's the advice for time. Like, don't read the comment section. Like, if you're a person, sometimes you get don't, don't read put the my comment. name on it right now because, like, it's too hot right now. So, we are, we'll revisit this another day. Basically, he's like. Don't put it on there now. I like it though. I like uh left the door like open too. He said just add my name in front of that. Yeah. Cause some I forgot the exact name, but something with freedom of expression is like what the, mm-hmm. the, the freedom of expression like or something like that. Yes. Yeah, so just just call it the Dave Chappelle Freedom Expression Theater. Like I'm for it. <laughs> so I like the yeah. But if you get a chance, check it out on Netflix. After they the kids go to sleep. Talked about his whole um journey, like through kind of his the Comedy Central and all of that. How he, he took a smaller deal at first with them because he didn't expect the show to be the juggernaut it was. Yeah, that's why that's he, what most stuff is. Mm-hmm. But Dave Chappelle, like, pretty much was like underground before that. Like, mm-hmm. unless, unless you watch like Half Baked, Half Baked, which was like, fucking hilarious. Before Chappelle show, Chappelle was kind of um out in only in certain circles. You really didn't know Chappelle like that before mm-hmm. that Chappelle show. He wasn't a household name yet, is what I'm saying. But that show, like, Put him out there, like so. we know. We know Chappelle from Con Air when he got thrown out the plane and had the message written on his chest. I know him from Con Air. <laughs> buddy professor went on um, Buddy Love. Reggie, inside of the piano. <laughs> you snapping now, Reggie? <laughs> when Buddy Love threw him in the shit piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit locks. He got thrown into the piano. So what would that say like to have like so now you have like the two like two of the greatest ever to be in that scene yeah. together? Like goats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was a goat. The other one you didn't know was going to be a goat at the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, I liked it. Yeah, it's pretty damn good, kid. What you got, kid? Because I I want to take over. Yeah, so I got well, I got some I, good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> give some flowers right now to somebody who is well who was well this is well it's about damn time as Lizzo would say it's about damn time for her Miss Jennifer wow. Lewis got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame okay she finally got it so Jennifer Lewis has been like we've been rocking with Jennifer Lewis she said, on my list. list. Just saying, I was like, for people, that's I was like, I've been rocking with her since she was. Right she, she was. Put, she put um, you on my, my list. 
since she was Dean Davenport and Aunt Helen on The Fresh Prince. We've been rocking with her. We've been rocking with her since that long. Because Aunt Helen was hilarious. That's one of the four aunts. Like Janice was married to the white man. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, um, Vivian, Vivian was, um, Vivian. yeah, the main care, yeah, like mm-hmm. Janet Hubert slash um, Daphne Maxwell. That's like, mm-hmm. why was Will's mama and then um, Helen was the other one. Helen and was her. Helen usually had the best lines. Like, she was always the funniest of the four. Like, yeah. When, uh, the line that got me was with uh, Janice's husband, uh, when he was like, oh, honey, you look tired. And he was like, you want me to do so-and-so, so-and-so? He's like, and I'll take the baby and so-and-so, so-and-so. And they went upstairs and she looks and she says, that does it. I'm getting me a white man. <laughs> like she always like had like like her one lines would be hilarious. Like uh, Helen would always come in with the punches, and she played Angela Bassett's mama in uh What's Love Got to Do with It. I she was Anna May's mama. Anna May's mama. And she, forget that. <laughs> she played all of Black Hollywood's mama. She was, she was Morris Chestnut's mama. Morris Chestnut's mama and the brothers and you Tatiana play. Ali. He plays um Tr- Tony Child's mama Tony. and girlfriend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Played everybody, every black mama. She played um Anthony Anderson's mama. mama on black black black. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. I love that Tony Child's mama. Because she was just so like she was so dysfunctional. Like, it was the reason why Tony was as crazy as she was, because her mama was she was out of pocket. <laughs> but we love Jennifer Lewis, and I'm so glad that she got this star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame because. It was it was just overdue. Like she's been in the game. What's it like? Thirty years she's been in the game. She's been doing this a long time. Meet the Browns. Um, Tyler. She's singing the Mayors and Grace from Meet the Browns. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing Grace. That's the scene I remember most. What's the name? Frankie Faison kicks her into the grave. Like, yeah, go ahead, join pops. <laughs> yeah, I think that was her brother. It's like, like go ahead, join. That was her brother. Yeah, you want to go in there? He shoves it in the grave. <laughs> Cause she's like she's at one of the funeral that does too much. Like yeah, <laughs> she had a big ass church hat on too. Like, <laughs> oh, what she saying when her and Brandy when she was singing um her song, fucking with me in these streets, hilarious. <laughs> like Jennifer, like you watch her TikTok, just watch her stuff. Like she's she's a national treasure. So like we love Jennifer Lewis, we love her. She is our auntie, everybody's auntie, mama. Like everybody like, knows Black somebody. Hollywood's mama. That's what um, <laughs> everybody knows somebody that's that her like unofficial that. name. She's like Black Hollywood's mama. That's what and I love that she got that. And the picture that I saw of her, she was doing a high kick in the picture in front of her star. Like her leg was up here. I was like, all right. Yeah, all right. I know I, I I know some notable names were there. Like, yeah, I know it had to be some names there. Like so back in March, uh, her uh, one of her um, movie sons, Morris Chestnut, got his star yeah. back in March. So I hope he was there to be like, "Hey, we back, we on it together now." Hey, you know. So that would have been nice. I gotta look it up because, like, whenever they get their stars, they always have like. I saw like, Debbie Allen in the picture with her. I did see Debbie Allen was there. Well, from different world, like she. Yep. Debbie Allen was the director for. Relax, relate, release. She knew where yeah, she did that <laughs> the, the therapist too. Yeah, she played that. Yeah. <laughs> she played the therapist character. I'm gonna get that shirt, relax, relate, release. But um, like Marla Gibbs got her star last year, which seems like she should have one. Yeah. I was like, 
that that's black Hollywood royalty there. Like, that's royalty right Florence there. Florence the Jeffersons, come on. <laughs> oh, Florence, who had the Florence, from two two seven? Yeah. Who had the flickest mouth, Florence or uh, Jeffrey from the Fresh Prince? Who had the who who had the, 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 the um who had the flickest mouth? The servants who was the brother had to had talked the most shit because they both had they one line. The oh. Jeffrey with that English accent just like was something just epic about. I'm gonna laugh myself into a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which McCall was another one that serves Major Shade Benson. Benson wasn't for the shits either. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Robert Gillione. No, uh, Jeffrey Florence. <laughs> one more, we get our Mount Rush more of like oh, sassy. Um, <laughs> who was the slickest? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It was um a video I was watching uh, you know like um fan theories as like said that um that George Jefferson was really smashing Florence. I know he said that they were having she always like yeah they were having a secret affair because she always talks shit to like he never fired her. She didn't seem like she did her job particularly well and shit either. It's like it's like that was really his side chick and Weezy just didn't know what she did. Yeah, no. <laughs> They did the arguing just to throw him off the scent. It's like so nobody would pick up on it. It's like I hate you. I hate you too. Yeah, a little fan theory. It was like I love fan theories. It was like was that really George Jefferson side chick? And Weezy just didn't know it. Yeah, could be, could be. Florence wasn't married either, so there you go. <laughs> wasn't he with the butcher or something? No, nah, that's all. No, that was Alice from the. Well, Alice. Okay, I'm confusing. Talk about Florence had a uh, man. I thought she had like a butcher man or something. No, nah, Billy D was her. No, nah, nah. <laughs> he did, did do a cameo on there because that was her crush, and then he did end up doing a cameo. Oh, Billy Dee Williams was uh, the fine guy. Japanese, in the he was 70s. that dude in the 70s. Like, he was what Morris Chestnut was to us in the 90s, basically. Like, how Morris Chestnut was the fine man for us in the 90s. He'll, he'll, always, really he'll always be Lando Calrissian to me. <laughs> Star Wars. Right, so 45. Or, or the Cult 45 <laughs> guy. Either Lando Calrissian or the Cult 45 guy is what Billy D always be to me. <laughs> nice. It's coming full circle, not that horrible episode of a different world. Since we came full circle back to Jericho's episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kizzy from uh, Roots, uh, Leslie Uggum's episode was awful. <laughs> different world. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> we love you, uh, Jennifer Lewis. We love you with the that report. So I will, next time I get out to Hollywood, I'm going to definitely go and I'm going to take the picture. And I think I'm going to, you know, I do funny. I'm going to have a list and I'm going to be doing that. So that was my my thing I had to get out to give my flowers. My flowers to her. Okay. Have you heard of this poem? You got kids. So have you heard of this put oh. your shoes on challenge shit? Oh, with the uh with the fighting that <laughs> you heard of it. <laughs> you heard of it. <laughs> the put your shoes on challenge falls tight gum. Like parents be like telling them that um they about to go fight a neighbor and like they got a kid about their age too. So it's like, yeah, well, you gotta come too. Yeah, like you got a son about your age. Yeah, you gonna come? Put your shoes on. Come on, like, yeah. And seeing what the kid does and shit is <laughs> and they'd be like, no, we just joke. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, um, it is kind of fucked up to like I get it, it's a joke, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's not funny and shit either. Okay. I will go back. They should have never gave you ninjas internet. So that's how I feel about some of this. They shouldn't, they shouldn't give some people internet because it's like 
Why do you traumatize your kids like that? It's stupid because it's like, you what we kids, do? Would you tell like, yeah, your kids, you got to put tell Ariana. Absolutely to not. We yeah. ain't doing that. Absolutely like, not. You know, I'm not. You got a daughter about your age. Like, you going to come I'm to, not doing that with my kids. You going to come get this daughter? Yeah. I can't hit the little kids. So you going to come put your shoes on? The yeah. fun stuff, like, I mean, like, yes, like, I'll participate in like some, mm. some dancing stuff. I'll partic- we can do that and do like some fun, lighthearted stuff. But like dark, I'm not doing like, that's goofy. Like some stuff is just goofy. Like I, I saw, I was like, put your shoes on there. Like I watched like one bit, and I was like, okay. I was like, that's enough. Like I didn't even watch. Like, I know some people watch like the whole. They have like a whole I compilation. Just to um, so because I knew we were going to talk about it. I said, let's want to see what it is, because mm-hmm. I've been seeing. Because it was uh, they even did it on Breakfast Club. That's how big it was. They um, they talked about it. Like, yeah, is this stupid or is it? Not? <laughs> hey, um, it's very stupid. I think um. And then they started doing hypothetical. Charlemagne didn't want nothing to do with it, obviously. He's like, no, I'm not going to even entertain that shit at all. But then they're like, okay, it's stupid. But hypothetically, like, envy, like, if you actually told your kids, like, what, what, what happened? It's like, and he started breaking it. Okay, yeah, well, my oldest daughter wouldn't do it. But so he started breaking it. Charles like, no, I'm not going to even get in on that at all. I'm not like, even doing that at all. Like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going to hypothetically joke about shit. Yeah, because... <laughs> I mean, we need to move to a point where, like, like yes, sometimes you do gotta, you know, you do got like you do gotta by any means. You gotta sometimes, you know, sometimes the, the dragon gotta get unleashed, like Cisco said, unleashed. You sometimes you have to unleash the dragon, but in most instances, you can resolve a situation without violence. That's the best way I'll say it. Like you can resolve you can resolve conflict without violence in most in most cases. In most cases, you can. I will say that in most cases, you can. You can resolve it because if you can't, like something as simple as like a, we're having a disagreement and then you just haul up and hit someone in the mouth, like you should be able to have an intelligent disagreement and stuff like that to break down stuff rather than just resorting to violence. That's how I feel. And it doesn't make you a punk if you don't like want to whoop someone's ass like that doesn't you know that doesn't make you a punk it doesn't nice segue into this <laughs> violence and the history of violence and um you heard about larry hoover right i have not oh wait yeah larry hoover says he wants nothing to do with the gangster disciples so he's officially renouncing his affiliation with the gds the guy that basically founded the organization way back when like before he got 200 years or whatever he got in prison it's like he's um he's he wants to get out he's an old man so larry oh, this man's what like 75 right 70s. yeah like larry's in his yeah, he's like he has to be 75 ish i would say if i was just a guessing person he has That's to be mid 70s i know he's in his 70s i'm gonna see i would venture yeah. oh 71 okay i, I gave him a little older 70s, I, I, know, yeah. I gave him a little bit older yeah but i'm like if we and our if we're of a certain age and he was He'd been he in jail was, since before, before we were born. I think he before was we were born. He was in jail like 73 or some shit like that. Yeah, like before we was born. He'd been so in jail, like all of our life. I don't remember I don't yeah. remember Larry Hoover being out. We don't ever remember him being a free man. We don't. But he just wants to get out. That's why he's saying like um so he's like could cut all ties with the GDs. Like, yeah, you've been in jail for 50 years. So I think he just that's 50 years. Be been since 73, 50 years next year. I'm hoping that he's um it's, he's in protective or something because I could see some kind of retaliation for that shit. It's like, and now that he doesn't have um, protection from the GDs, it's like, so 
I was like, I wonder if he's like in protective custody in prison. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Because yeah. I just thought about that. Yeah. You know, they did the whole show last year. Remember with um Kanye and all of that, the free um Larry Hoover show on LA. Yeah. They did the whole thing. So, but I just had to address that. So like Larry Hoover no longer affiliated with the GDs. So yeah. I mean, part of uh like we said, part of growth is doing things that once was like appealing and cool to you and realizing that maybe I'm not about that life anymore. Years later is like maybe, maybe, maybe that life wasn't like some of the biggest, some of the best reformed people are people who spent time in prison or people, but I mean, but people are judge you so quickly and be like, they did this, they did that. It's like, yes, but if they reformed, if they actually did become rehabilitated and did reform, then a different like um Detroit Red and Malcolm X is like <laughs> very different uh, people, yeah. But the so same if you wrote if you wrote yeah. off uh Detroit Red at 19 when he was a kid, if you wrote him off, but then you looked at what he became because what was he 39 when he died? Yeah, yeah. So if you look at him 20, what he became, because even he went through another evolution, like I said, when he became Malcolm, Red, X, Malcolm X and El Haj Malik, Malik, Malik El Shabazz, yep. Yeah. That's like if you look at El Haj Malik. Mm-hmm. Even different than Malcolm X. Yeah. So if you wrote him off, if you brought somebody right here at 19 and then you look at them at 35, mm-hmm. but he's not that same 19-year-old kid he was. He was a knucklehead. It can happen. A person um who turned his life around completely that I didn't know anything about was Charles Dutton. Rock, yeah. I watched I didn't that. know that. I didn't know that he had like such a sordid past. I didn't know that. Until recently, Before he um got into acting. Yeah, I remember that back in the when um this. Team I didn't know on the air. I remember him talking about it back. I just thought that you know, because like I was younger in the nineties, like watching. So I mean, I just liked him on the show. I just thought he was a good actor. I thought that on Rock, I thought he was a great actor. Those, y'all don't remember Rock? <laughs> That's a show kids don't know. It's Rock. Know Rock. He had his wife when they called Eleanor. <laughs> So I'm trying to talk to Jack. was trying to explain. I think it might be trying to explain his coworkers about Rock, and they had no idea what he was. He's like Ellen. I think it might be. I think it might be. I'm gonna try to see if it's streaming somewhere. Rock was streaming somewhere. I don't know where though. Yeah, I don't remember where I saw Rock streaming. But it was a uh, it was a really good show, and like like Charles Dunn, like he actually spent time in prison for what second degree murder. I want to say murder or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, like second degree. So like he actually did real time for a real crime. Yeah, for like ten years or something like that. Yeah, he did real time, like in real jail. But he became a successful actor. And then right, and, in prison is when he learned about acting. Right? Mm-hmm. Ironically, yeah. He became a successful actor and director. So, yeah. He directed The Corner. That's what um he directed that series. Mm-hmm. This is like, bam, to me, was like the precursor for The Wire. The for Corner. The Wire, was, yeah. For The Wire. <laughs> the Corner was really good. Was like, I yeah, like The Corner. It was a really good. It was like, yeah, that came. A good with, short series. It was a good limited series. series. And then The Wire, like, was like, yeah. The wire was like the corner was like was um was reality wires fiction based I believe yeah mm-hmm. so it's like um that's the difference between the two like because like Charles was talking about some people he knew from his old neighborhood in like Baltimore Baltimore yeah about dealers and crackheads and he was crackheads like, and wrote about some of these hustlers yeah some of them actually appeared like he had some of the actual people like actually make appearances mm-hmm. on the corner yeah that were the real people there. But yeah, he directed that. Charles Dunn. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It's like slept on. It might be a HBO Max because it was an HBO show. So I wonder if it's streaming on HBO. Could be. I'm gonna look that up. 
Oh, yeah, though. Uh, so, so just, basically, I, start, I had to start about Larry Hoover again. Like, um, and Cooley High, the scene in the movie theater, was the um, was the guy based on Larry Hoover that started the fight. <laughs> that where when Pooter bumped into the guy, was that, was that Larry Hoover that he bumped into? Because <laughs> that was set during the era that Larry Hoover would have Yeah, during the 60s, because Cooley High was supposed to be set yeah. in the 60s, right? I think that's when he started the GDs, like in the 60s. <laughs> so, like, when they started to play, yeah, so we are like, what you talking shit? Yeah, who, uh, you gonna tell, you gonna stop me who and what army? This army, disciples. Uh, was right. that Larry Hoover? It's like, uh, the guy that said, in my mind, that was Larry Hoover that they were at the movie theater with. The guy was based on Larry Hoover. Because <laughs> uh, Cooley High was loosely based on um, Eric Monty's life. And it was a real um heist. That's where you went to, Cooley High. Cooley like, High. So it's not there based. anymore. Like, oh yeah, all, all of that's going. Like that whole area is gonna be um, gentrified. Cool, like, Cooley, Cooley High. It's like, yeah. I recently watched a TikTok about this, and it's like, I hope that something gets resolved. Um, all I'm gonna say is Norman Bailey, uh, uh, Norman Stupid. Norman Lear. Norman Lear. Yeah, I'm like brave freeze. Norman. Uh, do the right thing. Yeah, because him and Eric been going back and forth really since the seventies. Like, Norman Lear, do the right thing. Yeah, like I said, because like if like if it is like like when there's smoke, well, yeah, here's, fire. The story. here's the story. We 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 would do it this. We tie it all together. Eric Monty is saying that he's the cre- he created the character the Jefferson George and Louise Jefferson. Mm-hmm. It's like which like it makes sense because um. Remember how Cooley High ended? We're going to tie all of this together. We're not new with this. The, the last scene of Cooley High would preach after he, like, pours a little bit of liquor out for Coach East and all of that. They saw him running in the distance. It's like, yeah. It's like, preach like um he becomes a successful Hollywood writer. It's like, that's what that's what they're talking about. Like, what Eric Monty actually did, he hitchhikes from Chicago to L.A. L.A. And he's just like, um Eric Monty just was able to, like, talk his way into situations. He hustled his way onto the set of All in the Family. That's what he said, yeah. And then, um basically, like, he pitched up, when he got to meet with Norman Lear, he pitched this idea, like, um you know, Archie Bunker, this super racist right-wing guy, like, yeah. What if he had black neighbors, like, yeah, which created George yeah. and Louise Jefferson, so, like, yeah. And eventually they get their own spinoff, and they, and, um, and they lay, they, which is even more successful than All in the Family. That's still the longest running black sitcom in television history, I believe. Um, the Jeffersons they ran for 11 seasons. I and think the other thing that uh Eric Monty said, also, the idea that he gave he gave the idea of uh Red Fox being the junk man on San Francisco. He said that, that he, one I didn't hear. I know I heard um, that once I know our um, are the ones I know are the Jeffersons, Good Times, and What's Happening. That's the three I know. San Francisco, mm-hmm. I hear that one, yeah. I gotta look into that one, but um. Cause then, um, after like George and Louise Jefferson, then the next idea he pitched, um, he was to grow up through right about um growing up well, his life growing up in Chicago in the project in the Cabrini Green projects here. Yeah, and then um him and um, uh, well, ironically the the guy that originally played the original Lionel on um the Jeffersons like Michael Evans, Mike Evans, yeah, which is who Michael was named after Michael Evans. <laughs> it's like yeah, the son, yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. Eric. You look at the credits uh, created by Eric Monty and, and Mike Evans. Mike Evans, yeah. That's like the, they created that. Mm-hmm. Then um so then his third idea like he um which what he was working on his screenplay for like uh, loosely based on his life which is Cooley High, and then he pitched that like what if we turn this into a television a television show version of it which what's happening it's like yeah it's Raj Raj is um preach yeah it's like yeah, yeah. Dwayne is like Pooter it's like look at the characters like parallel a lot of them yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he had a little sister named D. His sister in the movie's name was D. Mama was a maid. Like his mom was like, yeah, like it's the same characters basically. 
But I don't think he got credit for what's happening because they changed it enough. It's like like TV clown on the Simpsons. They changed, they changed it, it enough where they don't have to pay him. This isn't Cooley High. I think, yeah, they changed it enough. And then they ousted him out of Hollywood because uh, they, he said, like, no. Yeah, yeah, he got um he got a settlement. What he got wasn't shit. A million dollars. All of those iconic characters. That's all he got was a million dollars. And then um the 80s, um a drug wave happened, and that pretty much ate through his okay, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, the drugs of the 80s, like, killed that. So, like. He was actually homeless, like back in Chicago, like in the nineties. Like nineties, he was homeless. At he one created time. all of these iconic characters. Like he's like back broke and like homeless. Like was back. Well, I'm hoping that 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 does. I just want to give that man his flowers while he's still here, Eric. Mott. Yeah, I'm hoping that Norman Lear does the right thing because like he's gonna be either his birthday is coming or just I know that his birthday he turns a hundred this year, so he's about to turn one hundred. He is so. Mm-hmm. I say resolve this before, you know, because if he passes away, then it's like you can't resolve anything, like unless he just has something just read in the will that we just all don't know about, and then he passes away, and then it's like, hey, here's his will, and they I'm leaving fifty million dollars to you, unless it's something well, like that. Um, get the um the rights to those intellectual properties. That's what um you do mm-hmm. that. Like ownership is like, yeah, I'm into ownership. Like money's cool, but. And ownership is what I'm interested in. Like Lucas. he gets the rights to he owns the rights to the Jefferson, the characters from Jefferson's good times and what's happening. Like he owns those characters. Like, yeah. George Lucas. Yes. Yeah. So I gotta say those two words, George Lucas. Right. Yeah, he said, um, <laughs> they said we can give you a million now or give you like a hundred thousand now, and like um, and all rights to the future rights to merchandise. And most people would have took the first salary because like they see that money. But Lucas was smart. He said, like, I, I want to take the um, merchandising money. So he made billions off of that shit. It's like yeah, the more way more than that million, whatever they offered him to do Star Wars. Yeah. Like, yeah, so that's how you gotta think like that. Yeah. You got anything else? Chest, um, it's yeah. chestnut checkers. That's what I'll say. Yeah, chestnut yeah. checkers. I had some quick takes. I don't know if I want to go through these. So like some of them I don't feel like talking about. Like um Hunter Biden and Jill Biden, like her fucking um faux pas about bodegas and calling Latinos tacos or some shit. It's like it's some it was some mess that went up. It was like it was similar to Kelly Osborne's toilet comedy, basically. <laughs> um Trump's first wife, Ivana, she died. I think she just uh, fell down the stairs or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they said that she had, I think it was cardiac arrest. And then mm-hmm. if you have that and then you fall. That's what the danger thing is. You do have cardiac arrest and then you fall then. I'll quick take all of these. Yeah. yeah. So rest in peace to uh, Ivana Trump. Michael and Moore. And to their family. Michael Moore talking about um, repealing, the sec- repealing the Second Amendment. <laughs> Should I read this? <laughs> I don't want to read. <laughs> Should I read it? my face? He's <laughs> yeah, if I'm I'm not reading that, but I do have like what his version of um and there's a lot, yeah. <laughs> it's basically would make gun ownership a privilege for like rich motherfuckers. That's what it looks like to me. So. that's why you see me go like <laughs> so it's a classist thing now. Or whatever. Yeah. Go off. <laughs> go off. Regular motherfuckers wouldn't be able to afford guns after all of this shit, basically. That's what I'm seeing, but I'm not reading that shit. But I just had to address it. I'm like, yeah, fuck you, Michael Moore. But come take my shit. <laughs> now so like those gun guys. <laughs> come and take it. <laughs> don't be a don't be turn a, me into a gun guy, Michael. Don't be a gun nut. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come to my house. South side of Chicago. Come get it. That's all I'm saying. I want to see Michael Boyd come to the South Side of Chicago. I'm trying to see something. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going uh, south of Lincoln Park. He's not. Chicago. <laughs> DJ Ferris voice. <laughs> it's Chicago. <laughs> That's funny. Let's wrap it up on that. <laughs> on that note. Thanks for supporting Not Another Damn Podcast, episode 268. You want to support us further? You know what to do. Give us a like. I like it. Yeah. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. Talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. YouTube, your Amazon Alexa devices. Also, you can follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know what to do. You can check me out at MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.